Welcome to Here's the Thing, where we talk fitness, lifestyle, human nature, and everything in between. What's up, y'all? Welcome to a new week, a new episode. It has been too long. We've been moving. We moved to a new townhome, and I, this whole time, I've been trying to get this podcast up and started, get my computer loaded, and I'm like, I got 65 million things to tell you guys. 65 million. That's just too many. So, oh my God, what was I even going to start with? <sighs> brain, 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 brain. Um, Oh, habits, 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 habits. I've been reading a book about habits called Atomic Habits. And I know I've talked about this probably in my last episode, but I'm going to go into it personally a little bit. So one thing that I do every day, I didn't do it today yet, but I will. Uh, part of my morning <clears throat> routine, my morning gratitude is uh, um, one of the big Tony Robbins quotes. If you don't know Tony Robbins, and if you do and you think he's a quack, I think you're crazy. I think you're quacky. You're like a duck. He's not a duck. You're a duck. And uh, one of the things he says is um, uh, it's a mantra. Life happens for me, not to me. And I have my own mantra, and it starts with that. And <clears throat> moving to this townhome, it's weird how habits work, and I don't know. Maybe it is all – I mean, look, reality is your perception. It's not – none of this is real. You literally build everything. Like someone built this computer desk, but you you habitualize and visualize getting this computer desk. I did. It's a nice computer desk. Um, not specifically, but just with manifesting everything in my life. Life happens for us not to us. And moving to this new townhome, it's like so many things are just lining up for me to crush goals. And it's fucking weird, man. It's like, okay, so the other day, um, I went to my new gym over on this side of town, which is still the same, the same um, chain of gyms. But check this out. This gym just got bought out by the gym I, I uh, have been going to. It used to be a gym that I trained at, that I was a personal trainer at, and I got let go from personal training at that gym because I was two part-time. So basically, what that means is my fitness director felt threatened in some way by me for some reason because he said, well, we can terminate you or we can make this mutual. And I was like, okay, well, what's the reasoning? You're just not training enough. Now, as soon as he said that, I went, oh, you don't like me. And the reason why I know he didn't like me, probably doesn't like me, is because although I was a part-time trainer, I had uh, four or five clients that I was working with still doing stuff outside of my the gym, mind you, um, that I wanted to pursue more so than training at the gym. But there were four, maybe five or six personal trainers who trained less than me, <clears throat> some of which I just saw the other day when I went. So I went back to this gym, and I sat there. Um, you know what? Let me preface that. I was needing to go to the gym for several, several days, and I kept waiting for my business partner. Um, shout out Jared Quick, Jay Quick, start from home fitness, and he's my partner in resale. And he goes to that gym, and I was like, I'll wait for him or I'll wait for Nicole because – I was being a little bitch. So I made a Snapchat about it because I was like, what a good learning opportunity. You know, it's like the 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 heaviest, the hardest thing about the gym and the heaviest way of the gym is the front door because walking in is the scariest thing for people who just start. 
well, walking into that gym was the scariest thing for me to get back to my lifting sessions and my gym sessions. And it was because the perception that I think everyone has of me there because I got fired. And get this. Well, I, I didn't actually get fired. I quit. But I'm sure he told everyone I got fired. So I'm just assuming that's the perception when I walk in. Six years ago. Six years ago. Now, I've been working out for a lot of years. I've gone to countless gyms. I'm the guy who, if there's a really awkward situation that I have to walk into a crowd of a couple hundred people who are going to look at me, like in an auditorium or something, I'm the guy who goes in. I don't care. I don't care. But when I was going back to this gym, I was like a newbie again. I did not want to go in there. I was so nervous for some fucking reason. So I tell you this because even if you're going, yeah, I know that's why I don't go to the gym. Well, that's a stupid reason because I still went, even though I was still scared as hell or nervous or whatever. And I went in. Um, there are still people working there and the fitness director that I know doesn't like me. Um, none, no one saw me except for one dude, and he, he waved at me. So there you go. I was scared to go to the gym because I was like, ah, I don't want all these old memories brought up. I don't want to see the people that like probably think I got fired and they're all going to be like, oh, there's that brand guy. But like, it's been six fucking years, man. Get the hell over it, number one. And number two, you're a human being like all those motherfuckers. Everybody who walks into the gym, especially for the first time, feels just like you're feeling about going to the gym. And that's why I created that Snapchat. And that's why I'm telling you that right now is it doesn't matter what level you're at. It doesn't matter where you're at. Humans are the same. Even if you're a CEO, you still get scared. You still don't feel like you know everything in the world. You know, I mean, you go to the gym for years and years and years, and then you're this little bitch who doesn't want to go to a certain gym because of certain reasons. You can't be a human being on this earth scared of <clears throat> things that other human beings are doing. So that was my uh, my life lesson. But <clears throat> circling back to life happens for you and not to you. Life happens for me and not to me, okay? I've been wanting the 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 new year's the new year's goal was less is more, simplify, simplify. And that's what I think life happens for me is moving into this new townhome. It's allowing me to set those new habits, but this new gym is giving me new motivation because you know what the funniest part of all this to me is too, is like, I felt like I would be nervous going to that gym being overweight, like, like feeling like they look at me and they go, Oh, he must not be a trainer anymore. Look at him. Like, geez, he's gained some weight or something. And it's like, I've actually lost weight. I look more muscular. I look way leaner and I am. I'm even in way better shape than I was six years ago when I was a freaking personal trainer at the gym and I still didn't want to go in there. Isn't that strange? But it gives me this higher powered motivation because I, I want all these people to see me and go, oh shit, I haven't seen him in six years and this dude is called rushing life. That's very obvious. Look at him. He's in shape. I don't know what he's doing these days, but he looks happy. That's the perception that I give to other people unconsciously because that's the perception I'm giving myself. And 
I think that that life happens for me because I'm I'm now moved into this new townhome, setting new habits. But going to this gym, I didn't really want to go to that. Now I'm like, you know, I was there yesterday and I did my first leg day in a while. And I was like, I was pumped, man. I was excited. I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be good for me. I am going to reap more benefit from this gym than going to my other gym, which were essentially the same. I have no different stuff, but there's a new habit. There's a new opportunity to create a new me, a new perception of me, a new hab, a new hab, like me, a new me. And you don't have to move for all this. This is it's the same idea. This is the exact same idea as setting New Year's resolutions. Except I didn't have to have January 1st come around to change my whole fucking life. And so that's what I've been doing. Just hit the gym finally. I felt so incredible. And I know men, I've said this before, men, you need to do some hard shit. People, you know, women, you need to do some hard shit too. But men, we get pent up. And then you take it out on, here's some things I've been noticing. I've been trying to slow down. And you take your aggression and anger out on the wrong things. Because I notice sometimes how I feel internally when I don't get my aggression, my pent-up energy, my what I would call manly rage. I don't know. When I don't tame that beast every few days. It doesn't have to be every day. I don't go to the gym. I, I don't need to go hit the weights or hit it hard. Not even weights. Uh, you know, you could go outside and sprint. You know, if you're feeling super pent up or angry, go outside and sprint as far and as fast as you can until you drop. And you won't have that aggression anymore. I can promise you that. So um, I felt good. I hit the leg day. I'm going to go back to the gym today. I started um, doing in-home personal training. So I've got some new clients. So I'm um life happens for me man it's crazy all of this all of this is transpiring so less is more simplicity and the only other thing i really wanted to hammer this year was getting self-employed entirely so I, i'm just bartending two days a week right now and just making way too much fucking money to give that up but there's let's go into let's dig into that why do i want to leave bartending then if it's too much if it's just so much money i mean the place Nicole and I work at, we both bartend together. Honestly, we could both work one day a week and pay all of our bills easily. Uh, but we both work the weekends. And so here's something that people don't... Here's the next level of thinking, okay? It's like, okay, you're bartending. You make good money, though. So why, do you, why would you want to leave that? I mean, I feel like a movie star behind the bar. I really, truly do. You know, I people people are almost jealous that they're not a bartender, especially when you're at a nice bar, you look good, there's a lot of nice-looking people around. They just insinuate things. And they make you feel like a movie star. They really do. Um, we have sh- we, we, we have a lot of fun. We have some shots on the job. I mean, it is a fun gig. But this is the next level people don't get to. What is it bringing me? Money. Great. Is it enough? Yes. Okay. Is that it? No. What else is it doing for me in the future? This is something people in the industry don't think about. 
you guys, we cock off about how much money we make because we make way more money than most people we serve. I mean, most people we're serving treaters like peasants and they make 30 grand a year. And at my bar, <laughs> two days a week, I'm making that, bud. So, and you go to work five days a week. But it's like the next level of it is what is the job doing though? You know, oh, I go to work five days a week and I get a paycheck. I mean, it pays all my bills. Okay, but what is it bringing you? The money doesn't fucking matter. The money's necessary just to survive. But who the hell are you? Where are you going? What are you trying to do with your life? Is this job getting you closer? And I can tell you that I fucking love bartending. I think it's super cool. I feel like a fucking movie star. I make unbelievable money doing it. But it fucks the rest of my lifestyle and my choices and my week. And you go, well, how? I mean, you just bartend Friday, Saturday. Yeah, but then Sunday I'm exhausted. I'm a little hungover, maybe really hungover. And then I feel like I want to drink. So I'll have more drinks throughout the week, noticeably. And I'm basing this all off of, uh, you know, when I started uh, my my resale business right away, I started blowing up. I made way more money than needing a full-time job. So I was just doing my own thing for um, eight months or so. I don't know. And then I went back to the bar. And I realized in those eight months, I wasn't at a bar. I would go out with friends. I would get drinks. I would have some drinks at home. But I would be drinking like maybe once or twice a week. With me working at the bar twice a week, I'm I'm having drinks four, five, eh, five, six, seven days a week and not getting plastered. You know, if I had a drink at home, I'm, I'm having maybe a drink of bourbon or a couple pours of bourbon. But that's something that affects me because I'm also a personal trainer and I'm also trying to personally dive back into human nature and not needing, not desiring that instant gratification. And what do, what, what do all those have in combination with me and bartending is when I'm drinking or when I'm bartending and I'm, and I'm able to drink a little bit, that ends up determining how my week goes. I felt a lot more productive, a lot more cognitively there, a lot more mentally better when I wasn't doing any of the bartending and it wasn't the, well, I'm working really hard for two days. It's the lifestyle. Now that's the industry. I mean, the industry is what the industry is. If you don't know what the, what the, what the specific restaurant industry is, it is a lot of drugs and a lot of alcohol and very hard work, very rewarding, but for the time being. And then there's another step to it. Okay. So bartending kind of, kind of makes your lifestyle not where you want to go. Well, that's okay though. Right. Well, I don't know. Is it? I mean, where do I want to go? I look I look forward 10, 20, 30 years. I'm not going to be able to bartend. I don't know. I age like a fine wine, y'all. I could probably bartend till I'm like 50. But I, do I want to do that? Do I want to do I want to have um, three and four kids like me and Nicole want to have? And uh, I'm getting off of work at 1.30 in the morning and I got to get the kids up at five or they're going to get me up at five. That's also stuff you don't look at. Is your desk job going to be still awesome, still paying the bills and still getting you where you want to go or to the person you want to be in 40 years. You know, for instance, like a specific desk job, observe. I want you to observe people who work at a desk. Observe the older ones. Look at their body shape. 
Look at the average. Most of them, unfortunately, if you're working a desk job and you're young, hear this. Most of you guys, you end up getting into the same habits and you look the same. I, I call it the flat butt syndrome. When you've been sitting for like 30 years at an office desk as an assistant or something, and you got into this snacking, and you just snack all day, and you're having a really monotonous job. Think of the ladies at the DOT or, or dudes. It is such a monotonous job that gives you no purpose or fulfillment that you find other ways to fulfill yourself, which is generally in the wrong ways, like alcohol or food or whatever. But have you ever once asked yourself, where am I going to be in 30 years with this job? Not what it's going to pay me. What is it? What, what skills am I going to learn? How am I going to feel about myself? Am I going to feel purposeful? Um, and that was another thing with bartending for me. I loved helping people. I'm really good at it. I'm really good at pleasing people. And I love hosting. I love making people feel like they're having the time of their lives. And I'm really fucking good at it. But <clears throat> I just got my first two clients last week. And that's changed my perspective immensely as well, you know, and it's like, oh, well, this shit brings good money. Okay. Well, I just trained my first two clients the other week, which um, will also bring in good money. But I felt my soul impacted with these people. Um, and they just have some, one of them's got an incredible story. And um, I knew I knew that life was happening for me in the moment. I think it was our second session. And I said something and I said, you know, I revert it. I also revert that back to human nature. And here's why. And I told her that. And I just saw this light bulb go off. And she said, you are going to be the best thing that happened to me. Mind you, this is a lady who can hardly get into a wheelchair. She can't really walk. And she was told she was never going to walk again. Should have already been dead multiple times. And to hear that, I was just like, oh my God, everything I've been working for over the last few months is coming together. Life is happening for me. Shout out to my mom for always instilling, <laughs> always instilling the fact that everything seems to just fall in your lap when you need it. Yeah, well, maybe that perspective and, and always feeling that way, maybe that did get me to where I am. I don't know. So thanks, mom. Um, I don't know if that's a bad thing, but I think maybe you can look at it differently. Not everything's going to fall in your lap, but everything you need will fall in your lap to make something work. How about that? Because you still got to put effort towards it. Not everything is going to work the way you want to um, in life, but life can happen for you. And one of the things that I do in the morning is, is I set that tone. I set that standard and I'm, I'm trying to slow down and do less is more and, and simplify my life because I... We need more boredom. We need more, you know, to recap everything I just said, if you, if you haven't thought of any of that, why do you think you haven't thought of any of that? For me, I always base it back to this concrete jungle. It's, we don't have the ability to slow down. There is not one second that you're bored and you go, huh, do I even like my fucking job? While I'm sitting on the couch at night? No, because you're watching Netflix. You're not staring at the blank TV just thinking. And maybe and maybe eventually you start pondering, huh, how are you feeling about yourself, man? Oh, you know, I, I actually don't feel that happy. Oh, well, why? Well, I got home from work and like, that's it. I don't feel like I ended work and I was like, ha, ah, I feel good about what I did today. We don't slow down. We're in a concrete jungle. I said something cool the other day. What was it? 
Concrete jungle something. Concrete jungle something. I don't remember. But you're getting too much um, stimulation at all times. Also, why you can't fucking sleep. Let's talk about sleep, yeah? Okay? Man, I... Okay, life happens for me, right? Let's go back to this real quick. Being a bartender and living that lifestyle to any given extent for me makes my confidence being a, well, what my mom was talking about the other day, kind of being more of a life coach now. Um, with my clients, I've, I've grown into now we're, we're working on life before we work on fitness. So, um, it bartending affects me to an extent that I don't have the confidence to feel like I'm the person I should be to give advice. Let's put it that way. Cause that's essentially what it is. It's like, you know, it's like, uh, it's the old personal trainer adage. It's like, oh, well, you should look like a personal trainer if you're a personal trainer. The unfortunate part of that is, is most people in the industry that are trying to teach people look like they should be trying to teach people. And most of those people don't have any knowledge or any real in-depth knowledge to actually help people do what they're trying to do. Like a lot of y'all are hiring a guy to help you lose weight who's not ever had to try to even maintain his weight in his life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't even know why I got off on that tangent, but the 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 lifestyle makes me feel like I'm not confident enough in what I want to do, which is I want to help people. I want to teach. I want to make podcasts. I want to blog. I want to make videos. I want to I want to do all these things. And life happens for me, right? So coming full circle. In order to do all of those things, I need to feel good enough to put that content out. Because what's the what's the biggest difference of you taking action and you not is belief. It's not. Oh, I'm not an expert. That doesn't fucking matter. It's whether you think you're an expert, whether you feel like an expert. And a lot of you are not experts in anything and shouldn't be creating content. But some of you have enough knowledge to create that, but you just wouldn't because you're not confident enough. And that's what you need to figure out is just like this podcast. Every time I talk about having a podcast, people are like, that's crazy. And I'm like, no, it's crazy. They just do it. All of y'all want a fucking podcast. I went out and bought the mic. I signed up for Anchor. By Spotify. It's by Spotify? How the fuck did I never know that? Anyway. Um, and I just started doing it. But getting these clients, having that hit, it's it's making me... the And then I'm moving out of bartending. So, like, life's happening for me. And now I'm starting to listen to more stuff because I'm slowing down. Less is more in simplicity. And I'm realizing all these people I'm looking up to are talking about shit I know. So back to the whole sleep thing. I'm watching the sleep video um, by Tom Bilyeu. Tom Bilyeu is a... I don't, I don't know. Billionaire. He's created $2 billion valuated companies. One you might have heard of is called Quest Nutrition. So if you ever had a Quest bar or any Quest snacks, he created that. And he's talking about his sleep habits. And he's rattling all these things off. And I know, I just in the back of my head, I'm like, oh my God, so many people are going, wow, I never knew any of that. And I've already been doing all that shit. I've already known about all that shit. And boy, I should be fucking talking about that shit. And I haven't been because I've been in well, here's another thing when you're in the lifestyle or the industry, you're in party mode. When when you're out in that industry, partying just feels more acceptable. Drinking, doing drugs, all that feels more acceptable. And so once I can get that's the weird thing is like 
once I get out of bartending, which I'm replacing that income with my personal training income, then I'll have this perspective of, okay, I am that guy. You know, I'm not the overweight personal trainer I used to be trying to coach people on how to lose weight. Same thing as like, uh, you know, now that I'm lean and I and I feel like I, I'm confident enough that you can look at my body and go, oh, you can at least tell me what, what I'm doing. And you know what you're doing, obviously. But with bartending, I still feel inferior. I feel underconfident with all of that stuff. And so life hap- life is happening for me because here I am going, okay, now I'm going to the gym, getting all this motivation. Now I'm watching these videos and stuff and going, I am this dude. I could teach all this stuff. I know all this shit. Like all these, all these big time talkers and players that I'm listening to, I already know and I already am them. I already am saying what they're about to say. I'm already like, oh, is this going to be the next tip you're going to give? Oh, it was, yeah. Because I already fucking know and I should have the confidence to teach that shit. And I should have the confidence to do that stuff. But it is all all perspective, y'all. It is all perception. The reality of how you feel about yourself and how you see yourself and the reality you create in this world is 100% how you view yourself. Life happens for me. I went from making around $2,000 a month my like my entire life, obviously when I got into the full-time world, which is just shit. But this was even when I was an entrepreneur. It would just add up to like... At zero, at zero percent commission jobs and stuff, I was making like a thousand, two thousand dollars a month, and the whole time I'm manifesting, I'm I'm visualizing who I will be, what will happen. I will work for myself. I will make a lot of money. I will live in a nice house. Now this is just a small example, but the last rent I was paying was two thousand dollars a month, and it was like I wanted this life where I had enough money to be able to afford, you know, decent and nice stuff for so long since I was really young. I mean, I started visualizing a a great life or I don't know, I always say 15. 15 is when I think I started kind of seeing the world very slightly, very slightly. And it just encapsulated over that decade. Well, a little over a decade, obviously I'm, I'm 30 now. So I started uh, making good money randomly in a business about a year ago, but I have the skill set to run my own business for the rest of my life. But also, full circle, that's life happening for me. I made all that happen. This wasn't luck. This wasn't randomness. There's some randomness. There's some luck to it. But this is proper preparation. See, most of y'all think, well, I'm just, I'm waiting for my opportunity. I'm waiting for my opportunity. Opportunity is never going to come fucking find you. You will run into opportunity when you're ready. But the thing is, is y'all are trying to be ready for life, but none of you are preparing. None of you are working on it. And one of the best things you can do to start working on all that shit is slow the fuck down. And one of the best ways to slow the fuck down and to consume less, which is like your phone, right? Sit down for a few minutes on the couch and just have the TV off or whatever. Have the phone, have your phone, you know, upside down and just sit there and contemplate your life for just a second and figure out where you want to go. And then the next best things you can do is start a morning routine and start a nighttime routine. Actually, 
All of you have a morning routine, whether you believe it or not. And most of you just roll over and grab your phone, and then you start in a reactive state. Stop fucking doing that. Get a morning routine. Wake up. Go to the mirror. Brush your teeth. Look yourself in the in the eyes and, and say what I've been saying lately, which I these last few weeks of moving, I've, I've needed some motivation some days. And you know what? I look myself in the mirror, and I go, I'm fucking Brant Mayberry. And that triggers an alter ego in me that says, I can push through anything. And that makes me feel confident. But you need to have thought about it or you're not going to have it conscious. If it's not conscious, you can't change it. And if you can't change it, then your life's going to remain where it's at for the rest of it. And then you're going to be one of those people waking up at 40 going, has it really gone that fast? No, it hasn't really gone that fast. It's gone just as fast as literally everyone else who's actually accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. The difference was it went that fast because you were unconscious for the last 20 years. Don't be unconscious. I'm going to make another podcast on, on, on this stuff, but it all comes down to personal responsibility because once you take more responsibility for yourself, the world gets better. You start making other people's lives easier and I, that's why I have to make another podcast because I have to go way in depth to explain why I think that. But it is so crucial. It is so fucking crucial. Get a morning routine changed around so it's actually empowering you for the day. Because remember, tomorrow's not promised. So let's just fuck today up, okay? And then have a night routine where you can slow yourself down. I got problems sleeping. No, you don't. You got problems not having a way to sleep because you have no fucking routine to slow down and to shut your brain down. You got a routine to start your brain up. It's called your phone and apps. And then, you know, you, you roll over and grab your phone and you scroll and you go, okay, I'm up for the day. And then you get in bed and you scroll and you go, well, I can't sleep. You can't have your morning routine, but your night routine. Come on, son. Get out there. Be conscious. Figure out how life happens for you and start figuring out that life happens for you, not to you. Let's go. Thanks for checking out this week's episode. Guys, you can find us at our website where we have a store, a fitness application. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Don't forget to check out our blog. Go hit the website up to see all of our programs and guides. We'll see you next week.